Welcome everybody to episode 32 of the Pop Anime Comics Lounge. My guest today is voice actress Debbie Mae West, the voice of Tsunade from Naruto. But before we get into the interview, I'd like to remind everybody, follow us on Twitter at Pop Anime Comics, as well as on our website, popanimecomics.com, for articles relating to anime, comics, and pop culture. So without further ado, let's dive right into this interview. So you have been professionally voice acting since 1998. How did you discover voice acting? I think I actually started a little bit before that. I probably started like in 95 or 96. And I basically had a friend that did a lot of ADR work. And she took me to the school for the blind to read newspapers. And I really liked doing that. And I always liked doing stuff that's giving back. And she kind of deterred me from doing voiceovers back then because a lot of women weren't being hired other than perhaps cartoons but commercially there was a lot more work for men and then she basically changed her mind and called me one day and said you know the tides are changing and women are being hired and you kind of sound like Demi Moore and why don't you give it a go so I took a voiceover workshop with a casting director and they helped me get an agent and I started auditioning like crazy it was really busy back then there was a lot going on and technology Technology was really different. So you actually, as an actor, had to go to a casting director or to your agent. You couldn't do anything from your home. Most people didn't have home studios. And one of my very first jobs was playing Lucky on 101 Dalmatians cartoon series. And now speaking about one of your first roles, how'd you go about finding your role? I had landed some commercials. I became the voice of Safeway. It took me about seven months to actually book a job. And then I think maybe a year into it, I booked a really great gig that allowed me to quit my job as a waitress and focus only on doing voiceovers. And I was always taking more classes to kind of keep myself on point and meeting with different casting directors so that I could meet everyone in the business. And so I happened to be in a workshop and on the final night, Kalmanson and Kalmanson is where I was in this particular workshop. And Terry Ward, who was directing 101 Dalmatians at the time, came as a guest speaker and taught the final class and we got to read for him. So it, it was kind of like an audition. And and the next day I told my agent about it. And a couple of weeks later, she called me and said that one of her clients was having a baby and was going to take time off. And she thought that perhaps I could match her voice. And this was a pretty big voice actress. And I was frightened by the idea of it, but she urged me to try. And I actually booked doing the voice of the girl who did the voice of Lucky. And funny enough, she used to come and hear my band. I'm a singer. And, and this actress used to be a friend of a friend of mine. And I would always ask her how to get involved in voiceovers. And I understand now that I've been doing it for 20 years that when people ask you that, you don't really know what to say because there's really no plan. You don't just do this and then this and then this and then that happens. It's really chemistry and the flow of life. So she just kind of said, oh, it's really hard. There's not a lot of room. And lo and behold, I actually booked her voice playing Lucky. It was quite an astounding experience. And now after this role, you appeared in Metal Gear Solid as Meryl Silverberg. How did this role come about? Well, I just had an audition. I knew the casting director, Chris Zimmerman. I had read for her many times. My agents sent me to read for her many times. And she brought me in and somebody liked my voice for Meryl. And obviously Meryl is a very recognizable character. You won an award for playing her. 
What was that like playing such a recognizable character in video games? It's still amazing. People still get in touch with me and I have a lot of fans. I think Meryl is definitely one of my favorite roles along with Tsunade from Naruto because they both feel kind of similar to me. I'm a strong woman, but I also have a lot of heart. And it's funny because I don't play video games. I've never been one to attend Comic-Con or any of those and sign autographs and such. But I do have people find me through the internet and I have met people who are fans and it's quite fun. I mean, voiceovers is so different from on-camera acting because people don't recognize you walking down the street or sitting in a restaurant or anything like that. But when you get to talking to people... And they happen to be gamers or interested in the voiceover world and they find out who you are. It's a lovely experience. It's nice that people are inspired by my characters. It, it feels really good. And early on in your voice acting career, you also worked in the games Ty, the Talisman Tiger, Warcraft, the third one, the Frozen Throne, and Tales of Symphonia. How did you find auditions for these games? The auditions are basically given to you by your agents. So I have agents in Los Angeles and New York. I also have a manager who works in New York and Los Angeles. So basically as a voice actor, you're just kind of waiting for the phone to ring or for an email to pop in with an opportunity. And uh, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger was a cool role because I actually uh, can do an Australian accent, which I had to do to play the character of Shazza. But I had a friend that was visiting from New York who's also an actress. And I had suggested her for the role to my agents because I just thought she probably could do a really good job. And then lo and behold, they hired me and the producers flew from Australia to Los Angeles to record my voice and I was quite surprised at the session because I'm certainly not Australian and they certainly could have hired any number of Australian actresses but for some reason they envisioned me or heard me as Shaza so they took the opportunity to fly all the way across the world to record my voice for that role and and the guy who played Ty as well he's a British actor so that was fun I think I did a couple of games with them and now also while voicing for video games you worked on licensed products like Star Wars Force Commander the SpongeBob SquarePants movie and Rainbow Six Lockdown. What was it like to work on a licensed video game? It's really the same. The action that you go through, the energy that it takes, you're basically doing the same thing. You're going into a studio and they are giving you usually an NDA to sign so that you're not disclosing any of the information. And they give you a script and you read it and then they create the game. So SpongeBob, I had a really small role. A lot of those games I, I don't even remember because they happen so quickly and you don't get to keep the script. So a lot of our work kind of goes in and then out unless you're an ongoing character such as Tsunade or Meryl because I did get to play Meryl several times. Tsunade is a character I've played for nine years so I have an understanding of that show and the games that they've created and the movies that they've created but the other ones you know when you just play a small role you, you spend a couple of hours on the job and then you're on to the next. I mean I've recorded thousands and thousands of commercials and 50 games. I don't recall a lot of that work because again it's been 20 years and you don't really get to keep the script or anything like that. You don't even get to study the script. It's not like acting where you have to learn your lines and show up and perform a character. They basically give you the lines right before you start recording. And now you mentioned Sonate, which is a perfect segue. How did you discover the show Naruto? I did not 
know about the show Naruto. Jamie Simone is owns a studio. He was a big casting director back in the day. And then he opened his own recording studios and called me in to read for the role. And she's very much like Meryl. She's a tough woman, but with a lot of heart. Tsunade is really amazing woman and and she's a pivotal role in that show so again you just show up and read the lines and they either like your character and they like what you've created or they send you home so Tsunade I had no idea that it was one of the biggest anime shows in Japan and so it has turned into nine plus years of of working on her I'm not really recording her at the moment but I think she's still around I'm, I'm sure they'll call me at some point but um, I've done a lot of shows of Naruto and and the movies and the games as well and as a voice actress and in particular with Sonate how do you get into her character as you stated she's emotional as well as she's a very strong woman how did you get into her character uh, well Sonate was fun because when I first started working on her a lot of stuff was happening for her that was more emotional than most cartoon characters go through. She had lost her brother and she had lost her boyfriend and she was about to become the fifth Hokage and have a lot of power. And so in several of the shows, I had to emote and in fact had to cry and weep and become very angry at times. She's also a drunk and a gambler, so (laughs) I had to play her up she's very dramatic and being that it's Japanese anime they love drama so there's a lot of fun drama written into her character the director basically has to get you there as an actor and the the director has knows the entirety of what's going on in the show again I don't get to read the script so I I walk into the voiceover booth and she says okay, so this is what's happening. She sets the scene. She tells me what's going on in the world of Naruto, what's going to happen today on the show, and what's going to happen to my character. And then they basically take me to my lines, and they might show you the scene so you can watch the flaps because we're voicing over the Japanese. And then you hear three beeps, and they say go. And you have to basically match the flaps of the already drawn character, already animated character, and also find the emotion. So, you know, once in a while when I had to cry, which was really unusual, and you know, you you don't really have to get so dramatic in cartoons, but I had to really cry. So I basically went into my heart and into my memory bank and I don't know, probably thought of an ex-boyfriend or something that made me sad. And I really did cry and I really did get very emotional. It was it was quite fun, actually. And now Sonate has banter with the character Jiraiya. How did you go about creating that banter with emotions as well as preparing for it individually and with other voice actors? I have never worked with David Lodge, who plays Jiraiya. And I happened to know him. As a voice actor, we were at the same agency for quite a long time. So I knew him. And so when I would hear his voice, it would kind of warm my heart because I really like him as a person. And again, it's really a matter of having a good director who can really explain what's going on in the scene because you don't get to work with the actor in anime, especially because you're matching flaps There's no way that two characters can be acting at the same time. So I don't even get to hear what he has done to 
work off of him. So the director has to create the mood, has to create the temperament and the the description of what's going on with the two characters. And and then you basically go off of that. Now, there are times when taking a scene several times over and over because I wasn't where she wanted me to be, you know, and again, if you have a good director, then they can get you into an emotional place and help you understand what's going on because it really is the world of make-believe. And now also on Naruto as Sonata, you have worked on many movies. How do the movies differ from working on the anime show? Well, you make more money. (laughs) The plot line is a little bit different, but Tsunade, she's been the same character in the show and the movies and the games. Now, there was a spin-off show called Rock Lee, but Tsunade is in that show and she's almost like a completely different person. The animation is completely different. The situation is completely different and it's way more wacky, comical. There's really no seriousness. It's kind of outrageous. I don't really care for that show actually and Glad it's over. But the character Tsunade is the strength. She's the helm. She's the healer. She's the teacher. She's the wise woman. But she also has a lot of fun. She likes to drink and gamble. So there's that sneaky side of her. And that is the same throughout the games, throughout the movies, and throughout the show Naruto. And now, how do you balance your time as a voice actress while working on animes, the movies, and the video games? Well, primarily, I don't do those things. I primarily do commercials and promos and movie trailers. So when I first started out, I was doing a lot more animation and I made a choice to move to New York and try my voiceover career there. And that's where I fell into the land of promos. I became the voice of HGTV many years ago. And so I built a home studio and started voicing Travel Channel, Investigation Discovery, Stars Networks, HGTV, and I became, you know, very, very lucky to land a lot of work that I do from home. Now, so this year I'm actually working on World of Warcraft. They brought my character back after 10 years. So I'm currently recording that game. And as I said, Naruto is down at the moment, or at least Tsunade's not recording. So my work primarily happens in my home. And I basically manage my time just between living my life and trying to good things in the world and then uh, being home to to work. I'm going to do a job as soon as we stop talking, actually, from my home studio. And how do you feel that being on Naruto changed your convention appearance? Is I've never appeared at a convention ever. A couple have asked me. I was supposed to do one next summer. They didn't really give me a, a great deal. And I think that I probably should surprise some fans and show up at one at some point. But I've never been to a convention. Now, being that you have voiced in radio, commercials, anime, video games, cartoons, what advice do you have for people who want to get into any of those industries as a voice actor? I would say, first and foremost, you have to be an incredible actor. I still, at times, I'm in such awe, especially in animation. The actors who are really prevalent in that world, they're amazing actors. The Grey Deliles, the Tara Strongs, you know, the plethora of men, the the characters on The Simpsons, Pamela Siegel, they're all incredible actors who got lucky enough to 
land careers in voiceover. And so I always, when people ask me how to get into voiceover, or someone says, oh, people say I have a great voice. I really try to steer them towards a great acting class. Now, the technology has really leveled the playing field. There are people doing voiceovers who are undermining, undercutting. They're doing them for next to nothing out of their home studios, and they're not very good. They're still a real poor group of people who are the foremost, the the top people in the voiceover world. But I'm not saying it's impossible to get into this world, but it's very, very difficult to have a strong career, to have a a long-lasting career. I still every day wake up and count my lucky stars. I've been incredibly blessed. I've been incredibly lucky. But, you know, I'm an actor and I'm a singer and I grew up in Los Angeles, so I was around the world of Hollywood and acting my entire life and performing So I think you have to be a really good performer, first and foremost. And I think you have to really burn with the desire to pursue it. So I'm not saying that it's impossible. I I actually, because I've been doing it for so long, I already have a lot of producers that know me and they come back for me and and call me and want me to work for them again. But I think as a younger actor, I, I don't know. I think you have to pursue it all. I think you have to pursue on camera and voice acting simultaneously in this day and age. It's not an easy road by any stretch of the imagination. And again, I'm in such awe of the amazing actors that I get to stand next to who also are doing voice work and then final question do you have anything you'd like to promote facebook twitter website animes commercials radio or anything coming out that you are going to be in like i said world of warcraft i play my she'll be back i'm not sure when that will be they're just recording it so i'm sure it's a ways away i'm currently on smithsonian network and i'm doing investigation discovery and you know of course naruto is still out there and you know playing metal gear do you have a website i do it's debbiemaywest.com www.debimaewest.com and you can check out a lot of my past work there and actually one of the funniest jobs I ever did was on Drawn Together the cartoon I, I got to play the voice of Joan Rivers as the talking vagina of the Disney princess and it's quite funny and that's on my website if you want to have a good laugh Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's podcast. And as always, subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so it finds you and you don't find it. Until next week, everybody, have a wonderful week.